All right, guys, welcome to Between the Uprights. My name is Jordan Melinda, and I will be hosting this podcast for uh, the Variety uh, Sports Podcast. Um, today, I'm going to be doing, uh, going over the strength of schedules for the NFL. Um, the, I'm going to go over the top five strongest, or let's, let's, let's just say I'm going to go over the top five uh, easiest schedules based off win percentages and uh, team records and stuff like that. And um, I will be going over the top five hardest schedules based off win percentages, you know, playoff, playoff appearances as well. Um, and then I will also be getting into the top five primetime games and the top five worst primetime games we're going to be watching this season for 2022. Um, I will be with you guys throughout the NFL season, uh, hopefully doing a couple podcasts a week um, based off of uh, the NFL season, uh, when the uh, season starts, of course. Um, So looking forward to doing that. So let me go ahead and get started and go and get into it. As of right now, I'm going to start with the top five hardest schedules based off opponents' records, opponents' win percentages, playoff appearances, stuff like that. Okay, so the number one team that it has the hardest schedule this year, in my opinion, is going to the Rams. <clears throat> All right, they... Obviously, won the Super Bowl last year. Okay. Matthew Stafford joins a team. Boom. Instant success. Instant success. Um, I mean, if you really look at it, we all knew probably, we all knew that was going to happen. Matthew Stafford has been in Detroit for the past 10 years or 11, 12 years, something like that. And uh, he's had no success. Uh, they, I don't even think, uh, actually, no, I know for a fact he's never won a playoff game. In Detroit, um, he's a great quarterback. Obviously, look what he did this year with a new team, and actually, and it actually had an O line, actually had a run game, and actually had some stud wide receivers. And actually, he had the best wide receiver in the league um, on his team, and that is Cooper Cup. Um, now, going into it, um, their schedule. I'm giving them. I'm ranking them number one because. They play. I mean, their division alone is pretty hard, um, with the Cardinals, 49ers, um, Seahawks, you know, and then the Rams, of course. But uh, week one, they got bu- they got Buffalo. They got the Buffalo Bills. All right, week one. It's a Thursday. It's an 8:20 game, and uh, it's a primetime game. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Rams, Bills. Bills are really good as well. Um, you know, week two, they got Falcons. I'm just going to kind of go over their schedule real quick, just the top five um, teams, but I'll go over their whole schedule for you guys just real quick. Um, so they got the Bills, the Falcons, the Cardinals, which should be a good team. 49ers, they'll be a good team. Cowboys should be a good team, but you know how that always goes. They always blow everything, just like Jerry Jones, right? Uh, anyway, Panthers, uh uh, uh, I don't know what they're going to be yet, really. And then week seven, they have a bye. 
Then they play the 49ers uh, week eight. And the, uh, they played them week four. They're going to play them week four. So, I mean, f- they're going to play the 49ers twice in four weeks. So, I mean, but with a buy in there. So, you'll have rest. Um, so, which we'll, we'll see. Who knows what's going on there with the situation with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, uh, Debo Samuel once out of there. I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, <sighs> he tore it up this year, played running back and wide receiver, mainly running back to actually uh, just tore it up. And why they would not want to play Jimmy Garoppolo is beyond me. I have no trust right now in Trey Lance. I don't know if any of you guys do. Um, please, by all means, leave your opinions um, in your comments. Uh, but anyway, so after week eight, they got the Buccaneers, okay, Tom Brady, uh, and they got the Cardinals again, um, which should be a good game. Uh, then they got the Saints, who just picked up uh, Jarvis Landry. And um, there is, I mean, they got, and Michael Thomas will be back fully healthy this year after missing all of last year. So, I mean, depending on if, if Jameis Winston can play good, that team should be pretty damn good, especially with Kamara in the backfield. I mean, and then after the Saints in Week 12, you got the Chiefs. I mean, at Kansas City. So that game right there, that's, I mean... All these games I mentioned so far, maybe besides the Panthers, I mean, I don't know how the Falcons are going to do this year. I really don't. Um, we will see. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, every team so far other than that, I mean, and maybe besides the Cowgirls, I mean Cowboys, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> this is pretty rough so far. Okay, uh, week 12, after the Chiefs, I'm going. Uh, they are taking on the Seahawks. Um, that which again should be a good game. Um, Drew Locke is their quarterback right now. I guess there he's their number one as of right now. I mean that could change. I guess I don't know. Maybe if Drew Brees comes out of retirement, um, like he because of what he said earlier about he doesn't know what he wants to do with his future yet. Apparently he left his deal in NBC, um, and he de- doesn't know what he wants to do yet. Um, there's a lot of things out there saying he had a. He may play football, he may play senior golf, he may coach, he may spend time with his kids more, there's just, he might work in the sports center, who knows, who knows, but hey, there's a spot open in Seattle, Drew Brees goes to Seattle, you got Tyler Lockett and and DK Metcalf over there, and with a a decent defense, a decent, uh, maybe decent O-line, and a decent run game, so I mean, hey, hey, you, you never know. Um, and then after the Seahawks, I got the, my, my Raiders, um, but that would be a home for the Rams. Um, that is a primetime game on December to Thursday. Then they got the Packers, the Broncos. Packer, Packers would be a good game. Broncos, uh, Chargers, Seahawks again. Um, and yeah, that wraps. Seahawks will be their Week 18 game. So if you look at it, that right there is a pretty freaking hard schedule. There's maybe three games in there that should be a no no doubt guaranteed win for them. Um, but yeah, okay. So number one, hardest schedule is the Rams. Number two, I'm gonna I gotta give it to the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, um, they got a pretty pretty rough schedule, I guess you could say. Um, I mean it's. I mean, it's a lot in the division, so they're going to play the Rams, you know, obviously, stuff like that. So I'm, I won't waste much time, but basically, I won't, I won't do that again uh, how I did. I think I took up a lot of time because um, I got a lot to go over. So 
the Arizona Cardinals, their opponent's winning percentage last year was .543, so not good. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no, 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 that's, that is good. Their opponent's record last year altogether was 153 and, or 157 and 132, and then the winning percentage was .54. Okay, yeah, never mind. Sorry, scratch that. That is good. Duh. That's why it's a hard schedule. All right, um, number three, I got to go to Bengals. All right, Bengals had a great season last year, obviously. They made it all the way to the big game. Um, it was a great, great, great season for them. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow hooking up just like old times um, was crazy. Um, he, Jamar Chase has really made a name for himself already after his rookie season. Um, so as me, a big fantasy guy, you know, he's going to be a big target for fantasy next year because that team is very explosive and really good on offense. They got a great O-line, um, but I got to give it to the Bengals for having the third hardest schedule. Um, again, their opponent's winning percentage from last year was 0.53, uh, which is still really good, uh, which is 154 and 132 at two. So there are two ties in there. Um, the number four team with the hardest schedule, I got to go to the Bucks. Um, of course, they play a lot of great teams, especially in that division. Um, I mean, the division's okay, I guess you could say, but they do play the Packers, the Chiefs, uh, the Ravens, the Rams, the Seahawks, Saints, 49ers, Bengals, uh, and then you got the Cardinals, of course. Then you got some ones that they should just win, which should be Panthers, Falcons, uh, Browns. I mean, who knows how they're going to be? Who knows if Deshaun is even going to play? Um, but that team could be deadly. They picked up Amari Cooper. I mean, I don't know how that offense is going to be right now. I really don't with the Cleveland Browns. Um, another, they play the Panthers twice, of course, division. Um, they play the Cowgirls. I mean, Cowboys, sorry. Uh, Saints, Packers, Falcons. Yeah, they play the Falcons twice. Okay, the division, yeah. So, I mean, there's only maybe about four or five games in there which should should be just guaranteed wins, but who knows. But other than that, they got some pretty high-end uh uh, teams to play and then the final fifth team that I think has the hardest schedule is the 49ers uh one percentage of 0.53 um they play a lot of good teams as well obviously in the Rams division Seahawks division um Cardinals division of course um let's see they play oh there you go Dylan they play the Bears week one um I'm going to say the Bears will win that by a touchdown or maybe a field goal, maybe a double doink in. You never know. But anyway, they play Bears, Seahawks, Broncos, Rams, Panthers, Falcons, Chiefs, Rams, Chargers, Cardinals, Saints, Dolphins, Buccaneers, Seahawks, Commanders, Ra- uh, Raiders, and Cardinals. Um, but like I said, they're in the NFC West with the, with the Rams and them. So they held up a pretty tough fight all the way there to the end last year. But of course, the Rams prevailed over them <laughs> and won the Super Bowl actually not against them obviously but all in all so um yeah the 49ers have a pretty hard schedule by playing the Chargers I mean the Chargers are gonna be a great team playing the, I mean Buccaneers Cardinals Raiders Raiders are gonna be a good team I, th- I think this year <clears throat> uh with Devontae Adams coming over from Green Bay and playing with his college teammate Derek Carr and uh let's just say I hope they have a great season I hope we have a great season I hope we make it far in the playoffs not saying we have to make the Super Bowl. I just want to make a nice run of the playoffs. Actually, you know, make, a, make more of a name for yourself. Ourselves, you know, we got a couple O-line guys that we picked up. A couple guys we re-signed. Uh, got some guys on defense. Got rid of some guys on defense. Um, but, uh, you know, we did pick up some help 
um, on offense for Hunter Win- Winthrow and uh, Darren Waller. Now we got Devontae Adams. Let's go. Okay, that is amazing. I, I went nuts when it happened. Of course, I mean, who wouldn't be if your team got Devontae Adams? I mean, come on. Let's be honest. He's been the best wide receiver in the league for the past five years, except this last year, of course, because Cooper Cup obviously went the F off because he got Matthew Stafford, and Matthew Stafford was like, okay, I'm slinging it all year long, and we're winning the Super Bowl. Look what happened. Boom. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's my top five for the hardest schedules in the NFL for the 2022 season. Um, now I'm going to go to the easiest uh, schedules, uh, top five, top five. All right. And I got to start right now from, I've seen it everywhere, but this was also my opinion. When I saw the schedules, the Washington commanders, which is still really weird to say, um, Redskins have just been there forever. And, uh, yeah, but anyway, their, uh, opponents win percentage last year was 0.462, which is terrible. Uh, their opponent's records all last year combined were 133 and 155 and one terrible um the team did pick up Carson Wentz um they they did pick up a couple other guys I'm not 100% sure who else they got uh looks like they drafted a tight end an offensive tackle another tight end something like that um but yeah, their strength of schedule week one. I mean, they played Jacksonville. I mean, all in all, let's be real. They should smack them, uh, even though the Jaguars have got the first overall pick the past two years. Um, so basically, the Washington Commanders play the worst team in the NFL, which is Jacksonville. Uh, and then week two, they play the Lions. Now, don't get me wrong. The Lions, <sighs> I hope they're going the right way. I hope they are. I'm not a Lions fan. All right, my dad grew up a Detroit fan, so I kind of grew up a Detroit fan until I realized, until I was old enough, and I was like, wait a minute, I got to root for my hometown team, because <laughs> he always was like, yeah, go Detroit, go Detroit all the time, and, you know, got me Detroit stuff until I actually realized, hey, I'm rooting for the Cardinals, I'm rooting for the Blues, not the Tigers or the Red Wings, you know, or the Lions, you know, I moved to the Ram. I was like, no, I'm going Rams, Blues, and Cardinals, I mean, come on, St. Louis hometown, who wouldn't, um... Anyway, so Washington Commanders, I believe, have the easiest schedule. Just it's basically, like I said, based off of team win percentage and their records and playoff appearances, basically in the last year or whatever. So let's see. Their hardest games, in my opinion, would probably one of them is probably going to be Week Three against the Eagles. Eagles have picked up a lot of people. Um, They're going to be pretty good this year. I'm pretty sure they will be. Um, the Cowgirls might be okay, probably not, but I think the Commanders will have a difficult time with them. Maybe, it just depends. I mean, the Commanders' defense is pretty good. Um, you got the Titans, uh, Packers, Colts should be really good with Matt, Matt Ryan going there. And they had the leading rusher last year. And uh, Jonathan Taylor, um, breakout star, breakout season last year, unbelievable, crazy. Um, so, yeah, like I said, Packers, Colts, um, Vikings, they play the Eagles again. Um and then other than that, that's really it. I mean, okay, they play the 49ers. So one, one, two, three, four, five, six, six games, which are teams like that should beat them. All the other games, if they play ball correctly and hard and play it right, they should be able to beat Jaguars, the Lions, the Bears. Oh my, whoops, 
<laughs> the Texans, the Falcons, the Giants. I mean, they play the Giants uh, week 13, then they have a bye, and then they play the Giants again week 15, which is crazy. They play them twice in December. Um, and then they finish the season with San Fran, the Browns, and the Cowgirls. I mean, Cowboys. <laughs> if you notice, I do that every time. I do have friends that are Cowboys fans. For some reason, they still think that's America's team. But Jerry Jones just put that name on his team himself. Yeah, I just don't like them. He's friends with the Cronkies, and I hate the Cronkies, <laughs> as you can tell. Okay. So, Washington Commanders, easily the easiest schedule by far based off of win percentage again and opponent's records and playoff appearances. Uh, now, for actually, it's a very, it's very, it's really close between these two teams having the easiest schedule, which is the Cowgirls. I mean, Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, the Jerry Jones teams, okay? Um, let's see here. Well, week one should be a loss. It is a primetime game. Week one, Sunday at 8.20 p.m. against the Buccaneers, okay? Um, and then they got the Bengals. So week one and two, yeah, those should be losses for the Cowboys. But don't get me wrong. Once da- When Dak was rolling the other, the well, was it last year? Or no, the year before, Dak was rolling pretty good. Um, they were rolling, man. They were scoring. They were deadly okay but we'll see what they do but they got Buccaneers Bengals then they go Giants Commanders Rams Eagles Lions Bears so I mean they should be the Giants they should be the Commanders they should put up a fight against the Rams and maybe probably not they should put up a fight against the Eagles they should beat the Lions they should beat the Bears then they got the Packers Vikings Giants Colts Texans Jaguars Eagles Titans Commanders now people are saying for some reason that the Titans aren't gonna be that aren't gonna be that great because they got rid of AJ Brown Okay, which is, okay, I understand. You got rid of your receiver, but you still have Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill, he's okay, I guess you could say. He's not terrible, and he's not great, okay? He's just that mediocre quarterback that can get the job at least somewhat done. He's not coming in clutch. He's probably not throwing the game-winning touchdown at the end of the game or throwing that Hail Mary because that's what you got Derrick Henry for. You just give him the ball, and he, he will just eat people if they're in his way. I mean, he will literally take his hand, put it out in front of him, and throw you across the stands, like into three rows up, like it's just insane. Or he will just stiff arm you so hard into the ground that your helmet will just start to bury under the ground. Like it just, it's insane, the power of this dude. <clears throat> Which, um, in our fantasy league, uh, I got picked two. So if Saffold, our commissioner, who got pick one, congratulations, by the way, Saffold, uh, Brandon, um, if he doesn't take Henry, which he might take Jonathan Taylor, but he's most likely going to take Henry, then I will maybe take uh, Jonathan Taylor. I do not know yet, but I will definitely take Henry at two if he does not if he does not take him um, for sure. I like Henry. I just hope he stays um, healthy. If I get him, if I don't get him, then whatever. All right. So yeah. So I would say. Cowboys, one, two, three, four, five. Again, five to six weeks where it will it should be a fight. All the other ones should not be a fight for them. That's why I'm giving them the second easiest schedule for the 2022 season. All right. Um, the third easiest schedule I'm going off of here. Um, 
I will have to give it to the Eagles, in my opinion. Uh, their win percentages of their opponents from last year is .446, which is around 133 lo- wins and 154 losses. Um, uh, they did upgrade. <laughs> they did upgrade, definitely, their team. Um, I forget exactly who they... I think they got... Was it A.J. Brown? Did he go there? I can't remember if they did or not. But anyway, yeah, they did. They Yeah, they, they, they did. They got a... Uh, they sent two first-round picks... Um, but they traded a first rounder and, uh, the Titans, uh, gave, uh, AJ, gave them AJ Brown, who is one of, um, Jalen Hurts' best friends, apparently, which is very interesting though. He is also among the top receivers in the game, apparently, um, to some of these guys. I mean, yes, he is very dangerous, um, with this, like, you know, with a solid offensive line and a group of playmakers, that include Brown in it, um, and Devontae Smith, uh, and the tight end Dallas, uh, what is his name, uh, Goddard or whatever. Hertz will be able to put, uh, a good foot forward and he will be able to make some plays this year for sure. That team is going to be pretty deadly. <clears throat> uh, but let's get into their schedule. Uh, the Eagles will play Lions week one. Uh, and that should be an easy win for them. They got Vikings, Commanders, Jaguars, Cardinals, Cowboys. Then they're on their bye on week seven. <clears throat> then they go Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans, New York Giants, Chicago Bears, Cowboys again, Saints and Giants. I mean, okay, so let's see. For the Eagles, I would say one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> maybe six games if you want to count the Saints against the Philly where it should be a good game, at least a good game. Like any, any one of those guys sh- could win. Um, and then all the others should be boom. I mean, piece of cake for them. All right, let's get into my number four for the easiest schedule going into the 2022 uh, season. I got to give it to the Giants. Um, their records opponent win percentage last year was 0.465. Uh, that is around 134 and 154. Um, they did draft a wide receiver from Ohio State. They picked up a QB. I think that Will Levy guy from Kentucky, I believe. Um, and then another QB, I think from Florida. I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah. And then they also got that first rounder that ended with um, that defensive star, Kavion Tile Dex. I can't remember how to say it, but he's that. And they also got that uh, offensive tackle, uh, ne- Evan Neal, I think. They got they had picks five and seven, dude, which is crazy. Um, that Kavion, dude, he's a monster. He's a beast. He's going to make his name well-known on that defense. Um, Giants, they got Titans, Panthers, Cowboys, Bears, Packers, Ravens, Jaguars, Seahawks. Okay, now, I know I just said that, and about half those teams are pretty damn good, okay? But it's mainly because of their second half of the season. Why is why I'm ranking them at four? Um, I mean, like I said, they got. I mean, the Giants aren't going to be that great. But it just based off of all these guys' records from last year weren't the greatest. I mean, you can you could change your mind about um, you could change your mind about the Eagles from last year to this year, obviously, because they actually improved their team. But then you got then you go from Texans, the Lions, the Cowboys, the Commanders. You got the Eagles again, the Commanders again. Vikings, Colts, Eagles. I mean, this one it can be thrown up in the air, really, but based off of win percentages from last year, 
Um, they got you got to give it to the Giants. And then the last easiest schedule, based off, like I said, <laughs> again, um, their opponents went 135 and 154 last year. I uh, give it to the Detroit Lions. Uh, they picked up that Bryce Young at uh, the Alabama quarterback. Um, they also got uh, a safety, I think, from Arkansas. I think so. But they definitely needed the quarterback because golf is just trash. But they got the Eagles, Commanders, Vikings, Seahawks, Patriots. Okay, I don't know how. I don't, yeah, Cowboys, my, uh, Cowboys, Dolphins, Packers, Bears, Giants, Bills, Jaguars, Vikings, Jets, Panthers, Bears, and Packers. So. Let's see. For the Lions, I mean, like I said, it sounds it 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 may sound wrong to you because of the how I'm when I'm naming these. I mean, you're like, okay, the Vikings are gonna smash them, the Packers are gonna smash them. Uh, I mean, all these teams should beat them. Like Eagles should beat them, Commanders should beat them, Vikings, Seahawks, Patriots. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, zero oh, and five right there off the bat should be. Think of the Cowboys. I mean, but if you really look at the Detroit team last year. They did not lose, or they did not lose by more than one score. I I do believe all the games they kept close. DeAndre Swift tore it up last year, saved golf is golf's ass basically, and I don't know that TJ Hawkinson is a monster. They just need a quarterback. Golf is not good, really. He got lucky when they went to the Ram- Super Bowl with the Rams. I mean, but then they get to the Super Bowl and they score three points. I mean, come on, dude. <clears throat> Trash. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> so now I want to get into... That was my top five for best and worst... Or easiest and hardest schedules uh, for the NFL for the 2022 season. Um now I want to get into the uh, the primetime games. All right. So give me one second here. Sorry about that. My stuff logged me out for some reason. But yeah, I want to go over the the, uh, the rankings of the five best and worst NFL primetime games in 2022. Um, it's just like, why would you put these on on primetime? Okay, but anyway. So let's just go with the best first, obviously. All right, and I'll rank them one through five here. Obviously, one being the best. Um, but actually, let me hear. I'll start at five, okay? Um, I start, gotta start at week five, uh, or not week five, number five, uh, because it's the later, it's week 17, Monday night football, it's Bills and Bengals, okay? You got, you got, you got, uh, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow going up against each other, and, uh, that should be just a, just a, it's going to be right before going into the playoffs, you know, before the last week of football. You know, you could be fighting for a spot. You could be fighting to win in the division, uh, whatever. That should be an awesome game right there. So I'm going to give that um, my number five spot um, on the best primetime games. 
Uh, number four, <clears throat> got to go Bills again here. Uh, week eight, okay? I got week eight. I got Packers and Bills. All right. Um, awesome. But yeah, Packers and Bills, week eight. That should be a great game. Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. Um, my number three, I got Chiefs and Broncos, week 14. Russell Wilson, newer, newly acquired. Um, Russell Wilson, you know, newly acquired from the Seattle. And, uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. The Chiefs have a 13-game winning streak against their uh, AFC West rivals. Uh, <laughs> Mahomes is 9-0 with a 96.6 QB rating in those games. Um, the atmosphere at Mile High during that game will be insane. Um, you got Russell Wilson. I mean, you got some dangerous people there. I mean, it's going to be a great team. They were a decent team last year. They were just a quarterback away, really. So, I mean, that's going to be a great game. That'll be Sunday Night Football, Week 14, Chiefs at Broncos. Uh, my number two will be a Monday Night Football, Week 15, Rams and Packers. Um, uh, that should be a great, great NFC Championship matchup from last season, which that's what it was from last season. Um, Green Bay beat Los Angeles um, during the regular season at Lambeau last year. So I think this year it's at Lambeau again. Yes, okay, yes it is. Um, so that should be a great game. Obviously, Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers, Devontae adam list team. <laughs> And then, of course, number one, I everybody can agree with me on this, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, week four, Sunday night football. You got Tampa Bay and Kansas City um, facing off. Um, I believe, heads up, Brady holds a 3-2 advantage um, against Mahomes. I believe Brady is 3-2 and two against Mahomes. Um, in their head-to-head matchups, um, but yeah, that's going to be a great game. That should never fail. Of course, that's going to be an amazing game. That should be a must-watch Sunday Night Football Week Four. So from one to five order, I got Chiefs at Buccaneers, Rams at Packers, Chiefs at Broncos, Packers at Bills, and number five Bills at Bengals. Monday Night Football Week Seventeen. That is my top five primetime games for the 2022 season. Um, these are just my opinions. I would love to hear feedback on disagreements or agreements. Um, that would be awesome. Uh, try to get our stuff, you know, our stuff out there as much as we can. We like to talk about it. We like debates. We love all that. Okay, so now we got the worst NFL primetime games that I'm rating five to one, the top five terrible, terrible in my opinion, okay, my opinion, all right, I'll start with five, all right, nothing against you, D, all right, I love you, um, but we got a Monday night football, week seven, all right, and I couldn't make my mind up about five and four, but I'm, I'm gonna do this, all right, I just, I just, I don't know, Bears at Patriots, all right, Monday night football, week seven, you got Mac Jones and Justin Fields, now, if Justin Fields can turn around, and play some quarterback. I mean, I don't know exactly. I haven't been keeping up too much on the Bears. I mean, I have and I haven't. But I believe they lost Allen, their wide receiver. 
and they picked up some no-namers, I think, a couple of them. I don't remember who exactly. But, yeah. So, that game, just, it's just one of my, one of my rankings. Okay, number five, Monday Night Football, Week 7, Bears and Patriots. All right, number four of the worst primetime games this year in 2022. I'm going to go with the Steelers and Dolphins. Now, now, this is a Sunday Night Football, Week 7. Bears and Patriots is Monday Night Football. So, this is the reason why I did this, just because Steelers, I don't know what they're going to look like. They're going to look like dog poop. They lost Juju. I think he went to Kansas City. Dolphins, that's going to be a different story. They picked up Tyree Kill. They got Jaron Waddle over there, Jalen Waddle. All right, and then now can Tua perform? That's the thing. Is Tua going to be able to stay healthy? Is Tua going to be able to throw downfield and be there and be able to throw the deep pass? Because that's what his main problem is. We will see. Excuse me, pardon me. But I don't know. I just feel like this might be a boring game. I don't know. I mean, the Steelers do have a new quarterback. They're either going to use Mitchell Trubisky, all right, all right, or rookie Kenny Pickett, who they just drafted in the 2022 draft. Um, so that's going to be crazy. And then Tua, we'll see. I mean, I will. if I had a pick right now, I'm going to say Dolphins are going to win that game. Um, okay, number three on the list of worst NFL primetime games this year. I'm going to give it to the Eagles and the Texans. I mean, that game, it just, it just has the potential to be ugly, I guess you could say, like, I don't know. I mean, the Eagles should blow the Texans out. That's a Thursday night football game on week nine. Um, but, I mean, that you know, we're looking forward to football, you know, after Monday night football. You know, it's like, all right, Thursday comes around. All right, football, getting ready for the weekend. And it's Eagles and Texans. It's like, ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know. <clears throat> Eagles and Texans, number three, Thursday night football, week nine. Uh, Falcons at Panthers is my number two. Thursday night football, week 10. All right. Um, I picked this one for number two because who will be their quarterbacks? You know what I mean? Like, is it going to be Sam Darnold for Panthers or is it going to be, I don't know. So I think somebody just got traded to the Falcons or whatever, or they drafted somebody. Um, but with Carolina, it could be Sam Darnold or I think Matt Coral Corral or whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. Marcus Mariota. Um, Got traded from the Raiders to the Falcons. That's right. Oh, see, I forgot. It just sparked in my head. Um, or that Desmond Ritter guy, I think is I think they just drafted. Um, but who knows? Uh, will Cam Newton play quarterback as Panthers? Who knows? I don't even know. But I that's why I picked that one. Thursday night football, week 10, Falcons at Panthers. Who's the quarterback? Okay, guys. And then the number one. Thursday, or Thursday night football game, week 16. All right. The only reason, I mean, see, I probably won't, on fantasy, I probably won't have a Jaguar or a Jet, honestly, unless some one guy goes off every single week and maybe I'll get him on waivers. But number one worst game, primetime in 2022, I'm giving it to the Jaguars and the Jets. Thursday night football, week 16. You'll have Zach Wilson versus Trevor Lawrence. All right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll be cool, you know? I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, the last two seasons, these teams have a combined record of 10 and 56. The past two seasons. Now, the, the Jets did have a decent draft, okay? But it 
miracles don't happen overnight, all right? Shit's got to happen. Stuff's got to, you know what I mean? I don't know. But that's what I'm going off of. Um, Jaguars and Jets, week 16, Thursday night football. The worst primetime game this year. That's what I'm, I'm calling it, all right? these, Like I said, these are my opinions. Um, I've read multiple different articles, and I'm just throwing what I, what I have seen out there and then giving my opinion on them. Well, that about wraps it up for me um, here at uh, Between the Uprights, um, our new NFL podcast um, that we are starting, and I'm really excited to do it. Um, I'm hoping Dylan or Brandon or both of them will be able to join me. Um, I will have guests on as well. Um, any of my other fellow podcasters um, that uh, does with the or does podcast with the variety. Um, I'd be looking forward to doing work with you guys as well. Um, I hope everybody enjoys the podcast and, um, please give me your feedback and, uh, I will see you guys on the next one. Thank you.